want to bring up a story that actually started. Um, we found out about this a couple of months ago. November 5th, um, Pamela Munoz was pulled over. And she was stopped for uh, what uh, two constables that stopped her, Constable Sasha Silvo and Matthew Saris, say was uh, her running a red light. She's on the line with us right now because her daughter, uh, Francie, has uh, Down syndrome and she has filed a human rights rights complaint after the uh, police mocked her during the traffic stop. Pamela's on the line with us right now. Hi, Pamela. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I want to go just back to November, if we could, for just a second. Certainly. You were stopped because they said you ran a red light. Was there anything odd or unprofessional about their behavior during the stop that, you know, you were aware of at the time? No, no. He just came up to uh, to the window and uh, told me what had happened, yeah, that I was getting a ticket. I asked him, you know, he said it was all on camera, said, could I see it? He uh, he said no. He couldn't be. He couldn't show it to me. It was in the dash cam, and so then I proceeded to to get disclosure. Right. So later on, you were preparing to fight a ticket, and it happens. A lot of people go, you know what? I'm going to fight this. I don't believe I. It happened the way they said exactly. it happened. So you're preparing to fight the $325 ticket. That's a lot of money, and you requested the the evidence against you. You obtained the audio recording for the officer's conversation, and that's when you heard them talking disparagingly. Uh, about, about your daughter. That's right. All right. That's so right. Um, when you heard them uh, talk about your daughter, I want to know, um, where were you? I mean, were you just playing it out in the open at your house? We played it at home, and I couldn't quite hear anything. We right. thought there was no audio. So I brought it home the day before the trial. Um, I brought it to work, and I just wanted to make sure I had seen all the files. Mm-hmm. I asked a friend who is more IT savvy than myself mm-hmm. to make sure that that was the only video, because I'm looking at this video, and I'm like, well, there's nothing here. There's just the back of my Jeep, and I couldn't hear anything. Right. And as I'm talking to him, I had my, my headphones on, and I could hear her talking and whispering. So I listened to it intently, and that's when I, I, I could hear their comments. Right. We've, t- we've talked about their comments at length on the show mm-hmm. before how it was, you know, mm-hmm. it's despicable and, it, you know, it, yeah. there's n- no excuse for what they said. Right. Um, so how did Francie hear the tape? Um, we played it at home. I came home that night because my husband hadn't heard it. Uh, so we listened to it as a family. Um, we did talk to her beforehand. We explained what had happened and if she was okay with us going forward with this, meaning we were going to put a, um, a complaint to the ORPD. So um, she she understood, but when she listened to it, she was quite distraught and uh, was emotionally very uh, straining on her because it's it's not something that usually happens, and especially from two officers. So she was extremely upset. Do you wish you hadn't let her hear the tape? You know, you wish it just never happened. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish. Um, no, I think it's important. It's very important to, for her to, to listen to the tape, to to see what is out there. I mean, we are always trying to protect our kids, especially ones with disabilities. There's so much more that you have to worry about. Um, so she also needs to be aware of the dangers and what's out there. I also need her to understand that not just because someone's wearing a uniform, 
now they're going to protect her because obviously these officers think very differently of what we think a police officer should be uh, doing or thinking. We're talking with uh, Pamela Munoz, who is the uh, mother of Francie Munoz. You, you probably heard the tapes of the uh, constables. Uh, it, it's pretty despicable what they were saying. You know, it was caught by a dash cam video. Uh, I don't want to repeat it because I find mm-hmm. it appalling. Um, but you have launched a human rights complaint after the cops uh, have mocked your daughter during that traffic stop. Mm-hmm. I want to just go to... Uh, their behavior during a disciplinary hearing. Apparently that added insult to injury. Can you explain? Well, they were no-show. The first uh, tribunal date, we showed up. Uh, They didn't even look at Francier. They didn't even glance our way. Uh, They went in and they held their plea. Um, They basically did not plea either way. Uh, And even the uh, charges were not even called out. So basically, everyone go home. Um, second time around, we were given a date just now, September 19th, and uh, we show up. We, we actually emailed the prosecutor's office mm-hmm. to find out, can they hold their plea again? They said, absolutely no, they can only hold their plea once. So the way around that was just no show. They didn't show up. Their lawyer didn't show up. There was a rep, just a police officer, I think, from mm-hmm. uh, representing the union, uh, just to say that they wouldn't be showing up. So I found that very, very disrespectful um, that they wouldn't even show up to this hearing. Um, and I don't know what the delay, they keep delaying right. it. We keep getting sort of sidetracked. I, if they would have shown up, do you think you'd be going forward with this human rights complaint? Um, you know, at this point, I think we would, yes, mm-hmm. because we want to see changes. Uh, not just the apology of, of these these officers, but we would like uh, Chief Saunders to um, to uh, commit to some changes, uh, whether it's through training, the screening process, um, because obviously this is not a single incident. The more people we speak to, the more we hear that this happens more often than people think, uh, the treatment of people and so forth. So what's going on? The more I read, I've been looking, you can imagine, I've been researching everything. I've been going on the internet, what happens to policemen when they do a code of conduct, they, you know, disciplinary action. They get nothing. Absolutely so it nothing. Sounds like you, you, it sounds like you think, and I could be wrong in putting words in your mouth, so I mean, I, I, we're just having a conversation here. Yeah. You think this is systemic within the police force? I think force. it's systemic, and, and um, I'm not saying that all are, because we know a lot of police Officers, they're just amazing, amazing. They've worked with Francia in Special Olympics. We've had police officers come and apologize for these two Mm -hmm. uh, officers. Um, They're appalled. How many of them have children with disabilities or have family members or friends? Um, I'm sure so many of them are appalled what these two did because it's also making them look bad. I know that you want a public apology, and this is yes. something you've been talking about for a while. Yes. It's not enough that they just apologize to you. Cause, no, we you know, want to see the sincerity of the apology. I know, but apparently you want it on tape, and you want to be able to put I it I want some... it on tape. But I how does that speak to the speak. sincerity? Because don't you think they could just... You, I think it's different when you see someone, and you're seeing someone, you're seeing their eyes when they're speaking or when they're apologizing. But well, don't you want them in letter. person? That's written, oh, in person to Francier, for yes, sure. Yes. They should apologize in person to Francier. We had offered that they could come to our home, apologize to Francier, which was apology to Francier, apology right. to the greater community, because that's really important to her. Mm-hmm. Like she's, that's one thing she is very, 
very um, upset about and not her friends and people like her that they didn't just insult her. They insult an entire community. I heard that they were prepared. I'm not making any excuses. I want Mm -hmm. to be very clear. I'm not making any excuses for their behavior. I heard that they wanted to come to your house to apologize and they agreed to that. But then you wanted to film it and they said no. Is that correct? We wanted them to be in front of a camera, but we said, look, this doesn't have to be live. It's not going to be in front of uh, people asking them questions, so interviewers. Mm. Uh, This will just be us at home and one cameraman. And then what did you want to do with the tape? And then just release it to the public. So then it wouldn't just be you guys at home. No, no, no. But like do it in our home. It wouldn't be in a studio. It wouldn't be with reporters asking questions. It would be just here's our statement. Here's our apology. Done. I think that everyone is on your side and they they know that these cops did the wrong thing, including Mm -hmm. these cops. There's no way that they can now look at what they said and think, oh, I mean, yeah, sure. We're allowed to do that. I mean, everyone knows it's despicable. And um, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be easier to just apologize and move on? Everyone. If they had apologized and on, on tape, would you have launched this uh, this human rights no, uh, complaint? we would have dropped everything. And hmm. we've said that from the beginning. We told them. We spoke with Mike McCormick. Yeah. Uh, told them numerous times. Everything will be dropped. The tribunal, as well. Like we would actually speak on their behalf if they did this, and we would we wouldn't even uh, consider the human rights tribunal. Why do you uh, think they're dragging? They're dragging because they're unionized, and they get uh, special treatment. They do whatever they want. They don't think um, McCormick basically is he's not going to put his officers' names or faces in front of a, a camera or in the newspaper. Um, why is it different for them than the rest uh, of, of the people? Like if someone did that, they would have no problem apologizing. I think Their names it- wouldn't be dragged on and on and on and on. Yeah. Um, it's a matter of principle for him in the sense like, no, and he's going on and on about public shaming. This is not a public shaming. This is an apology for something that you did that was wrong. And as a police officer, you cannot have this. You can't have this mentality. You can't have people with this type of mentality working for the city, working to protect its community. It's like, what other biases do they have? Pamela, before I let you go, I want to ask you one thing, because this is the the thing that I know people are listening. You know, people feel for you. They feel for your family, and Mm -hmm. uh, they definitely know that a wrong has been done. No question. Um, But I think you're going to get a lot of pushback here on the human rights complaint, because I think people are going to have a hard time wrapping uh, it around their heads. How exactly, uh, because you're now, the complaint is their behavior amounts to discrimination on the grounds of disability. So I guess mm-hmm. the question that we'd love you to answer is how um, was your daughter discriminated against? How exactly is this a discrimination against her? Because they didn't seek her out or question her. They didn't even speak to her. They gave her a ticket. They gave you a ticket for running the red light, right. which has nothing to do with uh, no, that's with her. So completely separate. Definitely. Okay, so yeah, so can you explain that so that the audience is clear on how this amounts to discrimination with it you and your discri- and your lawyer? It is discrimination because this is how they feel. So the way they're talking in private, let's call it private, is not private because this is disclosure. This is a tape. This is also going to be called upon. Like, I, I requested it. Mm-hmm. So I received it. It's no longer public. Anything like that that's evidence, it's not public. So now it's telling me this is the way these officers are talking about her or people like her. What else are they saying and how are they behaving out there in the real world? So how are they treating them differently? Do you think they should so lose their jobs? Support. You know, it's not going to happen. 
definitely not. And it's not something that we requested mm-hmm. the, the Toronto Police Services to do. Would I want them to? Yes, as a parent, because I really don't think that someone that feels and thinks like that should be a police officer. They should really, really have better standards and um, how they treat people. It should be equal, it should be fair, and it should, there should be no prejudices involved, whether it's race, religion, um, you know, uh, disabilities mm-hmm. of all types. That's, that's, that's how we feel very strongly about this. And I feel it's time, you know, they need respect, the same respect that everyone else deserves. And, um, and so, yeah, personally, I don't think these officers should be doing the job of a police officers because I don't think they have the standards. Pamela, it's a very police officer. It's a, it's a very personal story, and it's uh, you, you know you're bringing it to the public, and I want to thank yeah. you for being so honest on the show because I've asked you a lot of tough questions. And, <laughs> I know. you know, uh, I, I mean, it's tough. At the end of the day, she's your it daughter yeah. and someone, uh, you know, you feel, and I, I think that most people can get on board, someone did a wrong to your child. Yeah. And, and so it, you'd it, like that wrong righted. Yes, we do. We do. Pamela, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Cheers. That's Pam, Pamela Munzo. She is the mother of Francia, who, uh, you know, was... In the backseat of the car, mom ran a red light, so allegedly ran a red light. She decided to fight the ticket, and she heard the two constables that had done the uh, the stop uh, speaking disparagingly about her daughter. It was a horrible thing. We all know exactly what they said. I don't think we have to go through that. She's now launching a human rights uh, case against them, a complaint, and we'll see what happens there. The, uh, the two constables, by the way, facing a disciplinary hearing uh, on charges under the Police Services Act. They'll be uh, scheduled for the hearing on October the 18th.